Hello and welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast with me, your host, Fabio Molle. Every week I speak to the big hitters in the world of tennis, both on and off the court, about the game and how we can all get 1% better every day at what we do. As an ex-national team player, I know exactly how tough this can be. So I'm on a journey to get the very best tips and advice from the world of tennis. Last time on the Functional Tennis Podcast, I spoke to coach Mark Gellard. In our conversation, Mark explained why players need to coach themselves during matches. We chat about Mark's work with WTA top 20 player Magda Lynette, and I asked him what the difference is between a top 100 player where Magda spent so much time and a top 20 player where she is today. I enjoyed how he breaks up the training sessions and when he mentions how they train to win, I found that really interesting. It was a great chat with a top coach and there's a lot of people that can learn so much. So if you want to learn some tips and tricks, head back and listen to that episode with Mark. I also released a bonus solo episode. It's based on the IMG Future Stars event, which I was at at the Thai Club in Athens, Greece, which features some of the best under 12s in the world. And I came up with what I thought makes these kids so special and why they're the best in the world. So if you have any interest in that, please give that a listen. This week on the podcast, I chat to parent and coach Cinzia Jovinko, who I met while at the IMG Future Stars events in Greece. Cinzia is the parent to two top juniors, 15-year-old Tyra and 11-year-old Tyson Grant. She's heavily involved in the coaching of Tyra and Tyson, though a bit less now with Tyra. She travels with them as they perform in top junior competitions all around the world, and she plays a pivotal role in all aspects of their career. In our conversation, Chinza explains how she manages to balance the role on the court along with the role off the court as a parent. She also describes why parents are the most important influence on the development of junior players and how encouraging kids to have fun is the key to a long career but first let's learn more about Chinzia and how she became involved in tennis before we jump into the chat I just want to say a big thanks to our podcast sponsors ASICS I've been wearing ASICS since my junior days I've been a Thomas Enquist fan a long long time ago and my current shoe of choice is their Solution Speed which I've been wearing since its launch back in 2012 I like them because they're light and stable you'll see players like Deminoir and more recently Belinda Bencic wearing them You'll find her full range at ASICS.com. And if you've ever any questions about solution speeds, resolutions, or Cord FF like Novak wears, feel free to ask me. Cinzia, welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you? Thank you. Really good. Thank you. Uh, so let's start this off. You're a, you're a tennis parent, tennis coach. You're a, you play a big role in your kids' tennis, and we're going to talk about the role you play. Uh, you've two successful juniors uh, and they've a long way to go so I'm interested to see how you're going to handle that uh, let's st- start off we're in the IMG Future Stars we're in Greece beautiful place amazing you were here last year yeah uh, first of all let's start what did you learn from being here last year um yeah, the, I learned a lot about like, you know, it's a special environment, this place, because you deal with the best kids in the world. So, of course, you have chance to speak with the coach to see how the routine is different in different parts part of the world, like Sweden, handling different ways than Spain. And um, so for me, there is no one way, right? So you got to choose what is work for the for uh, your athlete, but um, it's even more difficult for parents sometimes because, you know, you got to play double side. But 
is for me is beautiful, a great occasion because uh, I learn a lot. I stay with my ears open to see what is the different people do than what I do. So yeah, it's a great opportunity and compete, not just the single match then, you know, at this age you can win or lose, it doesn't matter, no, it's under 12, who cares? Mm. Uh, I came, I, I fallen from really close the develop of Yannick Sinner because my kids was in the same academy. And Yannick, when he was a kid, he didn't win a lot. Everybody know that. So, and I was wondering well, how it is so good he don't win. And uh, when I grew up in the tennis way, you know, I grew up, learn more, I understand, and it's a really long process. And this process depends a lot about in the way we transfer the information and what we are able to transfer. So for me, this, this occasion in MG Future Star is unbelievable because it's the best kids here. So more than the kids, I'm interested to see the process of the parents, the, in the way the coach, they speak, the coach to the athlete, what they do, what they do different than me. If they do better or worse, like it's a confrontation, no? Yeah, you learn. Well, I did hear something about you now that uh, it's quite good that you were, when you were at Piatti, you spent six or seven years there, was it? Yeah. And you know the Piatti method or yeah. model, you know, yeah, you know yeah. better than most coaches. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, so your, your kids have a, an advantage that, you know, yeah. you're, and, and I did hear you're willing to learn a lot. So you're just backing up what you're saying here. But so, so let's go back. When did this whole tennis, for you, when did you first start getting involved in tennis and why? Um, well, uh, I decided to move with my kids from the city where I was living, then it's far three hours from Piatti. When Tyra, she was like 80 years old and Tyson, he was four, so really young. And uh, Piatti didn't exist back in the day. It was just a few courts with Yannick, with uh, Sansonova. This is a girl, Luda, then she's played like top 20. It was an unbelievable good assignment because he was three four player. Ricardo there, he was amazing, like the, the paradise of the tennis. And I have a chance to stay in the court with Piatti, then for me is one of the best coach ever in the world. Um, probably the best. So I learn, and you know, when you have passion, you don't, you really want to stay to the best to learn as, as much as possible. And like I do now, I stay with him in the court, come back and write note, write note. I, I have a million note book, then I follow with the statement. He work a lot in the technique, he work a lot in the psychological part, so I learn a lot about um, that. And t tell me, how, how do you describe like your exact role if somebody comes up to you and goes, Chinzia, what, what do you do? What's your role? How would you explain it best? Well, uh, what I'm saying is just put it in this way, but, you know, I don't want to try to be, I try to make you understand the right way. You can coach, you can choose and change different coach. Besides Nadal, not a lot of people have the same coach. But what the parents really do is to know as much as possible the son or the daughter to understand when, when is come the time to move, when is come the time to compete more, when is come the time to slow down, when I got to protect from... Uh, I don't know, like expectation. When is uh, is dangerous because they motivate, they're not really well motivated, they need more psychological situation than more athletic, for example. You know, coaches have a really great role, but coaches coach everybody, you know? So my team is my kids. My, 
for my kids, I'm the best part of the team because I'm in, the, in this moment when I will be older, of course, I'm a spend and they will take decision by themselves. But if something wrong with them, I take 90% of the responsibility. I choose wrong academy. I choose wrong time to put it in the ITF, for example, and quit too soon the tennis Europe because it's not always then you go fast is the right way. So some, some parents think, oh, I gotta just skip this, I gotta go straight, you know, depend on the kids. Like some, for example, some parents put the kids in the school in advance, somebody wait. So parents is, for example, is the, for me, is the most important person in the, in the athlete kids. Cause they know, you know, coach in the academy, how many players they have. You know, if you come good or the other one, it doesn't matter, you know. No, not offend nobody, but uh, for, for the parents, the kids are the war. Child is finished there. Academy, for me, is two kids because I have two. Well, one is one. So you got to put 100% on that. So that's why you got to move as a puzzle. Um, the right step otherwise is, is a big problem. So, so you're really, obviously, you're like, you're taking in all these... Supervisor, in all the inputs and the trainers, the doctors, the uh, nutritionists. You're sort of picking Everything. all them, making sure the right yeah. people... And For then, example, I see if it's tired of heating some... She's maybe sometimes she stresses too much. Okay, let's go back to the nutritional. Let's see what we can supply. If she needs vitamin, we need to reduce the carbo. It's something like, you know... It, Coach is good, technical, but uh, make an athlete require 360 degree. First of all, mind. So, you know, the mind, you know, everybody know depend how, how much the parents are able to give to discipline and uh, how they can take care of bad situation and teach to the kids how to go through bad situation, you know. And uh, yeah, and for me, it's important thing. And is it difficult spending? I and mean, you could be at this we'll talk about where you're training at the minute but you could be at the academy six seven eight hours a day like it, it's quite and you're it's with crazy. it's how do you manage that like for you how do you like you're taking care of both kids which is a full-time job when you're being a mother as well how, how do you manage all that uh, is, is, of course i can tell you honestly you don't have no more life yeah you gotta give up life friends uh nothing like the maximum i do now when we move in us in the national team american national team the maximum i can do is speak sometimes with the family in italy because of course like you gotta stay if you want a good result like if you have a company if you lose somebody else you know take care of course the company fell down if you don't give the right input to the kids i'm there when you sacrifice when you suffer in the court i'm there with you how you can pretend they do good say okay you go to shopping and when i'm sacrificing the court i cannot even be able to teach look you gotta do better you gotta you know so i gotta be the first example and i gotta try to stay in both position to organize sometimes they are practice in the same time so you gotta squeeze in one side to the other one and see maybe in that moment Tyson need more so I leave a little bit tighter and stay more with Tyson I gotta be I gotta do stuff like that for example now my daughter she is in US she just finished play Billie Jean King Cup the world champion and she did really well so I see that she was moving well so I'm here with Tyson then in this moment he's younger need more attention and uh, it's hard because I have a boy and girl different age you know even like Different, she play ITF about to jump probably in the 
25, 15K. And she's only 15. She just only, turned 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, she will play probably this year. She will play Roland Garros, Wimbledon, and US Open. And Tyson, he just started to do now tournament because, uh, you know, it also I'm the type of parents that I don't like to kill with tournament. For me, tournament, it got to be easy good because you don't compete, but if it's too much, you burn. I see a lot of kids do that, uh, definitely. I'm agree with uh, Serena Williams' father, and I agree with Piatti about that. Tournament is amazing, but when you can, when you have the brain to handle, do you understand? Like some kids cannot accept the lose. My son lose today. Yeah, tell me, how did you? Your son was a first set was one way traffic. Yeah, yeah. Second set, he a bit of a comeback coming yeah. on, and I'm not. Did it end up six two, six three? Was yeah, it second set? Like and what did you say to him after the match? Uh, first of all, I, I I like to make him understand. I, I make him speak him to understand what is the point of view. So he told me definitely. He, he told me that this is the worst. Definitely, I'm far for what I thought I was. So he recognized that he need to work much more. And I said, you know what? It's a great idea you came here to compete with the best because you understand now that, you know, he has a really good, great, for me, not good, great talents. Yeah. It's super difficult to see. I travel a lot, like can do with the hands, everything. But this is tricky. This is super tricky. When you kid, you are a great talent. You think you can work less than everybody else. But you know, everybody knows that discipline and dedication pay more than the talent. So deal with the kids with talent is 10 times difficult because you know he can reach, he can do everything, but in the hand, you gotta put 100%. So now this is perfect. For me, lose when your kids is super important because it make you understand that you are nobody and you gotta work. And if you learn to work, if you are really skilled, this is bingo. But if you are skilled and you don't need to work, you will lose yourself in the, in the project, you know. So now for me it's an event because we sit down in the table with the coach, say, yeah, you're totally right. Because, you know, many times I say, Tyson, you need to work more. You win easy, but this is not the reality. You know, even in America, it was win with bigger kids. This is not reality. It will never happen like in tennis player, you know, lose more than win. Yeah. This is the reality. But depend how you, you lose. If you lose and you give 100%, you leave everything in the court, is nothing to regret. If you lose and you know you can do 10 times more, this is hurts. And that's why it was hurt. So I didn't put my 100%, I didn't put my 30%, because I was cruising, he was winning with this key last year, 6-1-6-0. So now he was cruising, and this is like, this is not the state of mind. So for me, it's perfect, because better learn the lesson when this age, staying in the mind hurt, to move and improve. Otherwise, if you always win, you don't improve. I can tell you um, without mention name because it's not correct. But before we go in US, one of Tyra coach and Tyson have this problem. He was number one. One Wimbledon, number one junior every year. He was playing on practice here in America. And this is, became a problem because you don't, you don't think you gotta work to change and to improve, because you win easy. I know this story and I'm going to talk about it because we had him on the podcast two weeks ago oh. and he told us the story. He was very open and he said He's unbelievable, he was the best. great person. It's, yeah, if anybody hasn't listened to the podcast episodes with Gianluigi Quincy. Bravo. He was I didn't even say that. He he's a one of the champ. amazing good person and that I met because he's so open. Like he admitted like, 
This is yeah. This and is he clear. was he was open and he, he he told the story of you know how he was gifted. gifted. Did he work hard enough? No. And it was too late. You know, there was things, to other things, coaches, this, yeah. it was too late in his head. He couldn't change the situation. So, and he does, it will be the word, he, he does advise the importance of getting yeah. everything right, getting those building blocks and pieces from early days yeah. because it's just too late when you're 18, 19. He's so, he's an amazing person. He tried to give, use his experience to help everybody yeah. and this is super important like what the parents are and it's super important and for i i would say thanks to him then i learned a lot from him for sure yeah, in the did. time i was with him i learned a lot and he's super super intelligent nice like yeah so how do you so you've you've tyson and tyra is Tyson more gifted? You say he's good with the hands. I saw him hit the angles today. Yeah. I've seen him play a few times. Yeah. Is he a little bit more gifted? Yeah, than... he, yeah. He he love uh, he love Kyrgios. He love uh, crazy shots. He love uh, yeah. So he dedicate a lot in this. That's why I say he's supposed to dedicate more in the like from the back in the discipline like that. Because he now you know he's eleven just turned. He do what he make for him is funny. And this is good because I don't want robot. Like some kids practice six hours, boom, boom, back and forth, back and forth. Who knows when he was 14, 15, saying, no, I don't want to play no more, mm. you know? So I don't want to take out from the, this. And because anyway, this type of heat, they will advantage when he will grow. He will know how to use the hands. Mm. Um, the important thing, my goal with him here, making him more mature, more like, yes, this is good will be advanced, but you need something more. And this is more called discipline. That's what I work with Tyson right now. And how do you how do you work with discipline with him? Talk. That means talk and speak about like Gianluigi, speak about a lot of people. Like for example, we speak a lot because the, the father played basketball a lot. Um, Jordan, Kobe, all the best basketball players, for example, even in the tennis, Nadal, how build the player they have, like not just crazy hits, but just like repetition, repetition, repetition. That's make you confidence in the court. And, uh, and when you want, you will be able to do this, the crazy, but everything's got to start from the boring part, the sometimes is boring, but this is necessary. So talk and try to Make a say, compromise, let's do 15 minutes this and 30 minutes in that, the other situation. Of course, now here is not super advantage compared to the other kid because he's super skinny, as you see. Yeah. So the boy that you saw in the court, he already have muscle. He, mm, some kids, some parents or coach decide in this early age, they make him do weights. Uh, for me, is my decision is like working the coordination. Then he have a lot. And, uh, and try to find skills, skill and discipline. Uh, of course, for me in this age, the, how big and powerful you are make a lot of difference yeah. at this age. Certain age after everybody more or less, they will lift weight, they will catch it up. But in this moment, some kids grow up faster, bigger. So the ball, like if you see Yannick, Yannick, when he start to win, 
It was played the same way the year before. Start to win when he put more body. Before he was skinny and didn't win nothing. And Ricardo always tell us, he start to win when he put some weight. When he put some weight, the ball, same thing they did last year, did the one-on-one match, start to win. I did hear if Yannick puts on a little bit more weight, he'll do even better again. He's yeah. missing a few kilos. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. And here as well, like, th- there's a big age difference. You say he's just turned 11. There's yeah, he's from December. Yeah. And, and at that age, a year is a big... Big, big, big difference yeah. mentally and physically. But Tyson is skinny more than two years younger than him in this moment. Yeah. You know, he's just... But he's tall. He's, he's, he's not uh, so Yeah, small. yeah, because uh, the father is, was an ex-basketball player, he's super tall. So Tyson, no doubt, he will come super tall because the father is... Uh, he was playing in a rebound position, so he's really tall. And that's why I've, if you see the legs is really tall, so he will come really, the finger super long. So he will he's like this, you know, right now, he's all over. He's, he's, so, he's so fluid and flexible. Fluid. Yeah, he's all over the place. Like. Yeah, even with the, sometimes he hit the forehand and the, the racket. But I saw him right. last year, he did it here. Did it here. Exactly, so he needs power. Of course, now when he plays with, with thick kid, is is hard for him that he's like 32 kilo, is nothing like to contain the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's important to learn the technique. And I remember Yannick, he was skinny like this. Super skin, still, but super. That's why he was always injury, always hurt. Didn't win, didn't win nothing in the junior. Because the problem of the skinny, skinny kids is when they play with the tick, they use a lot of power. Like it's difficult to maintain. But for me, this is the key. If you learn the skill, and you don't, you learn to manage without use the power. Without power in this age, when you put power. Is bingo. Like Yannick, Yannick, you learn to play without power. Because if everybody play with power, when you got to jump to the pro, what you have? No skill. Mm. You need something else. It's not just boom, 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 power. And this skill, you learn when you kill. Because like Yannick, like Tyson, I have no, no chance to win with the power right now. So if they want to try to do stay in the game, they got to develop something else. Like blind people, they, have, they cannot see, they got to develop some other sense to you know for me a little bit like this i see it a bit like well two things one is the the small player so the really small players who aren't small when they're competing at this age as well it's like being a really light player you're not going to win on power so you develop other skills and then when you're 16 17 you grow and all of a sudden you have these great hand skills speed you have your footwork and then now you have power you're like this is because you learn to yeah you learn to win without power so you when you put the power is and mm. and two, some kids here are playing six, seven hours a day. Yeah. So they may be peaking today, yeah. or this year, next yeah. year, and it doesn't get any better from them. Yeah. So you, I see some kids that they already have hundred percent, like perfect. Mm. I see one girl. Now, then I was speaking even with uh, Yannick, said, so super good, like hundred percent. What you can have this girl? Nothing. She's already I finished at twelve, and then I wonder how you finish at eleven, twelve, like. It's, it's hard to, to, so what you will do for the next 20 yeah, years? No, it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. You finish already. Like, and I remember all this Quincy. You know, for me, you got to manage. First of all, you got to learn without power. You got to learn skill. You got to learn coordination. And parents, what I got to do, you got to still create 
not create, sorry, you gotta still leave the kids in the situation, you gotta have fun. Because if you have no fun, no more to become a job at this age. Yeah, no, they burn out, but. It will, it will, it will how can it continue for 20 years? Yeah. On my record, just one every 10,000. You know, so yeah, and uh, Tyson definitely is crazy in the mind. <laughs> Super crazy. He's mad. <laughs> so it will be for sure one of the type of players that you uh, you don't know how he play. You can expect everything like from the drop shots, like short angle, he do. He love all this type type of trick. Um, yeah. See, you know, I wonder that they will have a lot of fun because this is the key to continue to play yeah. tennis. I think this is a really important point from Chinzia. We've mentioned previous guest Gianluigi Quincy's junior career a lot so far in this episode, but something he remembered was the feeling of pressure he had, even when he was still a kid. And looking back throughout his whole career, there was a feeling of pressure. He said that winning became the most important part of playing, and Gianluigi recognized later on this could have been something that affected his overall development. So we got to recognize here, ultimately we're talking about children here and the importance of having fun and making sure that winning does not become the driving force of their junior career. It's all about fun and that's what will bring the motivation in the long did you know we have over 170 great episodes with coaches, players, trainers, and experts working at the highest level of the game? Tap the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss out on the latest episodes of the podcast. And to listen to our great back catalogue of episodes with the biggest game changers in tennis, go to functionaltennispodcast.com. This is just a quick reminder you're listening to Functional Tennis, the podcast that helps you get 1% better every day. With me, Fabio Molle. Coming up on the podcast, I asked Chinzia about how she maintained a positive and productive relationship with the coaches of her children. I also asked Chinzia whether she thinks her kids would still be great players if she wasn't involved in their careers. And Chinzia explains the differences between junior boys and young girls. But first, I want to ask her about her recent move to the U.S., Okay, moving on to you, you talk about you're at Piatti, you were there for a long time, seven odd years. You've recently moved to the States. Yeah. Why did you move? And obviously, is it for the good of your kids? Well, uh, I have a great time, first of all, in Piatti and uh, everything, it was super nice. But like we were speaking before, the role of the mother is to understand when the time to move. I don't think, I learn now, not, back in the day I didn't know, then there is nothing forever in tennis, besides Nadal and his uncle, because he's his uncle. <laughs> Obviously he's his uncle. But um, it was the time, you know, you know when like somebody can, you know, it's difficult when the coach keep coach to you after a little while, nothing come no more, you know, and uh, it's difficult to, to have the same coach for many years. So Tyra, she was a really comfortable situation there where he have, he, she was not greedy no more because everybody was super nice, everything was good, but keep telling the same thing. But she have no, she have no competition inside to achieve something different. No, she don't challenge herself mm -hmm. no more there. So I said, okay, this is the right time to put Tyra in difficult situation to show then the war is not this easy. A tennis is a challenge. So you gotta start in another part of the world from zero where you count zero. In the federation, then it's different of the academy. Is academy, you go there, you pay, whatever, all the attention. Federation, if you don't not 100%, you out. Because there is a million kids. Mm -hmm. 
then it will be able to take your place. And the federation, don't, they have in time zero, they tell you, or you work straight and you're good, or otherwise we have, uh, look, the line there. You have, how many states are US, you know, so many. Yeah. How many people play tennis, so many. Say, so you are blessed to come here. We will give you 100%, but you got to deserve it. And this was what, what, what I'm looking for. I'm looking for then something like, okay, I got to go hard, otherwise somebody else will kick my butt. And this is will so far work really good because since we left Europe, now she's top 17 in the world. She was like 600. 17 in the world, she will be able to compete in Roland Garros and all this in four or five months. Yeah. But not because over there it was a miracle. It doesn't exist the miracle. It exists then how much you challenge yourself to achieve your goal. So she, you, she know then over there is no academy, is no play game. It's like, oh, you gotta go hard because so many bigger, stronger, you know, American people are bigger than yeah. Europe. Work hard physically and Tyra, she didn't like back in the day work hard. He have, she have no chance, you know. She gotta work hard and she found a great coach, Dennis Tom Gutterbridge, is English. And Tom Goodridge. Yeah. Oh, we had him on the podcast. Good guy. He used to work with CC Bell. Yeah. Really and, nice guy. Good coach. Yeah, we know him well. He's a fantastic yeah. person. And Tyra, she has great relation. I was blessed and I found him. And Katy Rinaldi, my girl, Katy Rinaldi, then she's the captain, you know, in yeah. a, she was ex player and uh, she's the captain that then loved Tyra and Tyra loved. This is the m most important figure that we related with. Uh, we was really blessed to have in our. Tennis life. So she, yeah, now she's with Kat in the Ray Beach to play ITF. And uh, perfect. Oh, I can say nothing that helped with uh, um, mentally with me. We work as a team together in an amazing way. And they understand my point of view. We, nobody jeopardizes nobody. You know, we work really in great synergy. How do you, I'm trying to think the best way to say this. How do you explain your experience when you're talking to the coaches and you're giving your point of view? How do you explain that and not become overpowering? You yeah. know, you don't want to be that control parent or are uh, you the control uh, parent? Yeah. That, you, know, it's, it's, you know, are you willing to listen to others as well? It's difficult. It's difficult because, first of all, I start as a parent. So you start already like you don't understand nothing for the tennis world because you are a parent. You know, the, the parents figure in the tennis world, unfortunately, they look in a lot like they destroy the kids more than help. It's not like this. Okay, a lot of time happen. Then they pretend too much, too much expectation, too much. But I'm a kind of parent then I spend the six years in Piatti every day in the court every single ball, every single section, six hours a day. Sometimes I went to the gym too to see if they were cars. So my day never had. <laughs> uh, do um, school work in the car, eat in the car, all this from one side to the other. So, so I learned a lot from the best. And uh, Tom is a super nice cause he's open mind. So when I talk about what I see in Tyra, he listen. He listen, because you know, I think just if you are a good coach, they cannot. Yeah, I remember Piatti always listen to everybody. When they come for stage, they coach to him, 
it was listen to the, the people that come to listen to him. Mm -hmm. So that's how good you are. So Tom actually was listen and keep listening, Katy too, my point of view. And uh, sometimes they agree, sometimes no, sometimes they ask me for opinion, but we try to find the best way for everybody. And uh, yeah. This is how, now I'm in my mind, something like to change for Tyson. Yeah. Um, how do you, obviously, so you've you found a coach for Tyra, like, you know, she's part of the USTA, yeah. until, if she keeps working hard. Yeah. Tyson, what happens to him? Yeah, yeah. Tyson, uh, unfortunately, was a little bit sacrificed in the last months, because we travel in Colombia, South America, a lot more months, California for the tour, and, uh, the, the movie U.S., it was basically for Tyra Setman, because in USTA, for Tyson, is too early right now. They deal with the kids, with Jordan, then is one year, but technically it's two years, because Tyson from December. And you see, Jordan is already big boy. Well, he was muscle, last year. Yeah, muscle and everything. Like, yeah, baby ball, in this moment, is too heavy for Tyson. They work in different way anyway. So, um, I was a little bit dedicated to him, to her, and I leave a little bit Tyson in the side because I, you know, you cannot do two things in the same. So now then I have perfect assignment for Tyra. I try to understand. I was speaking even with the uh, the agent, Danny, super fantastic, Loic, uh, and Max to find the right assignment for Tyson. Hopefully the same one that I found for Tyra, and I will looking for something then. Uh, it will be combined the same, my opinion and... Uh, yeah, so it must be really hard as a parent. There's two kids you love yeah. equally, I'm sure. Yeah. How you, you know, when you have to give one a little bit more attention, the yeah. other one is a I, bit I, left I, out. I let you know, because Tyson went, yeah, he's, you know, I'm here for her, what I'm doing here? Yeah, you know, but, he's not afraid to... No. And just quickly, tell us, what's the role of the agents? How do they make your life easier? I can tell about IMG, I don't know about it. Yeah, you, other you know. agents, because I always be with... Well, uh, IMG is, is unbelievable, but I don't tell you because my kids are with IMG, unbelievable, because they really are like, Max and Loic, they are there always to support me in every choice and uh, suggest me, they have experience for, I don't know, many years, like so many, like Max, it was Sharapova mm -hmm. agent and Lina. Uh, Loic is uh, young, but is the young with the all really open here. Uh, build a lot of experience really fast, always supporting, always suggest me, and always by, you know, agent is good if you always stay by your side. If the thing is bad and they left you, this is like, and the feeling I have with, with Loic and Max, they always try to help me. They always try to suggest me. And I know that if some problem, I can always call him. And they will, uh, they will help. Uh, my kids love them. Really, like they have a great relation with both, and uh, what can more they help you a lot financially too. Yeah. Then uh, you know tennis is brutal sport, so expensive uh, tournament, like uh, everything, like coach, physical, physio, a lot, physio and uh, equipment. You, you yeah, know, is yeah. It's not like soccer is more easy. Yeah, a lot easier. <laughs> Basketball is super easy. And you're with your friends every day. It's easy. Exactly, this mentally. And that's why I heard that in US, when uh, you go in the meeting for a job, they look a lot which sport you did. 
And when you do a single sport, you are advantage because you have a, they say you have a leader mentality. And if you do team, yeah, they, they address you more, stay together in the, but not as a leader situation. And the tennis, they say, is uh, they, they, when they go to found a job in the US, they, they look at a lot like. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. what would happen if the past few years, the kids didn't have you there. Let's say you were busy working nine to five, solicit, whatever job you had. Do you think the kids would be where they are now, the level? I gotta be honest with you. I heard so many stories about, oh, my kids choose this job, sport is so nice. My kids love it, they push us up. I never saw no one kid, no one. They love to stay at this age, Four, five hours, I heard six hours, then hit the ball the same spot for two, three hours. For me, all is the parents in the beginning. You know what happened? When the kids start to win, they start to see how the life it is, they motivate themselves. And when they see the lose, they motivate even more because they want to come back and compete. Like my son now, when we go train, because I lost. When we go train, I want to train because no one back and in the court, he told me. Okay, but in, in the beginning, it's always the parents. Then I gotta say, okay, this is discipline. You gotta like stay there and say, okay, this is, you will love it. When you will win, you will understand all the sacrifice. But all these like interview that I see about, oh, my kid is 41, a party five. And nah. the kids like to play like for fun, but not like, not like two, three hours, do the boring routine by herself. They will never do it. No, it, it's definitely, it's definitely fun. What advice do you have for parents who aren't coaches? Let's say you have one or two kids who play tennis, they're good, but they're not coaches. They don't have time to be on the court with the kid all the time. Like, what advice do you have for them? Because we have many listeners like that. Okay, everybody have different personality. For example, uh, Yannick, he came in the academy when he was, I think, 13. He was 12 or 13, but he was already, you know, 12, 13 with 10, 11 is big difference. Tyra, for example, I leave her alone now. She just turned 14, 15, but even last year she was ready to go, to jump by herself. She motivated, she wake up by herself, she don't want to be late, and she see then everybody around her, they are really good, good discipline. So she don't want to say, I don't want to be the bad girl, I want to be like the one that uh, then talk good about it. Tyson age is different. Tyson age, they are in the stage already, they want to play, have more fun. At least my son is like this, then stay three hours to hit the ball. When he will be 12 or 13, he will feel even more. The competition, he will be more mature. This is the time that maybe the parents can see if he will be able to manage by herself. So you, you really think the parent has to be very close to the kid in so, the early... Yeah, definitely. Like, and not just in the tennis. I was reading uh, this, is, um, this psychologist, Italian psychologist, then they say, unfortunately, no, not a lot of people can do, but they say like that. Parents complain about how they behave, bad behave of the kids. But if you don't stay really close to your kids until 13, at least 12, but better 13, you cannot pretend that in the difficult age that has been adolescence, the kids will talk to you or will listen to you or will do or pretend that they will do what you ask. It's super important from zero to 12, 13 to stay, especially in the tough moments. Otherwise, they don't listen to you no more. When do I 12, 13, if you good, give a good print in printing, 
they, maybe they will be able to be alone. But look, Serena, the father, mm. he left her when he was 30. Yeah. <laughs> look, Sharapova. Like Yuri, he was always in the in Maria. I met him really close because for a certain time, Ricardo was coaching Maria. So Maria and Yuri was a lot there. And uh, I spent time and spoke with Yuri about the process. And uh, he was telling me how important, because, you know, tennis, one coach, one personal say, trainer said that, one other coach said that, an agent said that, you know, it's like circus all over, they yeah. spin so fast. And if you do slow down to understand what happened, first the, the parents got to slow down to filter and show another reality. Because, you know, like sometimes parents, the, the most important thing you got to do is filter the reality. Because the what is too much at this age, too much. Everything is too much. I'm sure having like kids who, you know, can be great tennis players when they're older, you get a lot of, as you say, there's a lot of crap comes through and it's your job to, as you just said, it's there to filter it. Filter. Uh, and do you get a lot of random stuff coming at you because the kids are going to be successful? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the reason why maybe some kids stop or some kids become really successful for later, depending on the experience, how they live the experience in this age. That's why I say, I don't want to say that it's difficult, but if a parent is not presenting the kid's life at this age as athlete, but even as normal, no athlete, it's difficult after pretend and uh, they will see a lot successful because uh, uh, it's, it's a brutal world tennis. Let's be honest, because you lose more than you win. If you, you have nobody to explain to you, then this is normal profit, that is okay, then fail is no problem, because everybody felt the important thing in how you react. They don't understand to do it by yourself. It's tough, it's tough. You know, and the coach, he care about you, but in the same time, he care about another 10 person. Then if you don't arrive, somebody else will do. Is, yeah. is that why you see sometimes, I know you hear stories of, you know, a coach has been a play. His coach has been a player's coach since they're ten or twelve. They had a small club in a small town in a country, and there was only really one player there, and they grew up together. And that's why you get, yeah, yeah. and you get a good relationship where they, they understand the kid, they feel for the kid, they're good friends with the parents, and it's nearly like they're an uncle. You know, yeah. uncle like Uncle Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that the big academy is a big problem because you suppose, but. My, that's one of the reasons why I chose Piatti because it was more reality, two courts when I arrived, nothing. Like it's a family. And when you have kids, have a family situation, it give a perspective that the kids can handle. So many courts, like for example, USTA 97 court, what is a city? Like, and is it too big? I, you know, they, 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 they cannot understand that. I did hear at the Ferrero Academy, once Alcraz is starting to do well the past year, the numbers have gone up. And some people who went there, because it was a small academy, have now left the academy because there's more people there. And they're like, what they loved about it is gone. They love the intimate. Bravo. You know? So I've, I only heard that quite recently. Yeah, but even in Piatti, the status more now so many. You know, so many people. Yanni become famous, so so many people, because one and another situation that the parents gotta really be careful. A lot of people go to the floor, okay, this academy have this three famous player. I go there because, no, everybody have different story. Otherwise it was too easy. Yeah. 
you know, every, otherwise every, every daughter or son of the coach become number one. Uh, I don't think a coach is the reason why a player become successful. I think a player can become successful if uh, they move, they make the right step in, in the right time. And if mentally you have this genetic predis predisposition, predisposition to become a fighter. Because yeah. uh, the miracle doesn't exist. Otherwise, everybody going Ferrero, for example, become Nadal. Uh, is, is too easy like this. So um, for now, I'm looking for something, for example, a sad man for Tyson. For sure, I will don't look something where they have famous, like maybe it can happen, they have, yeah. but not will be not the reason. The reason will be the right place where technically will be good, uh, where they will work a lot physically because it didn't work in the last, in this old tour. South America, California have no chance to work physically. Where in that moment, will work and I always conscious that no academy will stay forever. Yeah. So you parents gotta be smart enough to understand in this moment what you need. Yeah. Can be even right. our coach in one court without no academy. Yeah. You that know? can be better. That, that can, can be, be the best. Yeah. And and tell me how do you how do you put a boundary between coach and tennis business mom and mom? Wow. This is tough. This is the most tough. You asked me a really good question. Um, after six hours in the court to seven, I got it sometimes honest. I feel like I go in the car, they want to carry. I want to talk to her. Okay, how you do the back end like that? We tried two million times. I am here, you know, and I got to suck it up. I got to jet. It's okay. Got to think. Think before speak, think, Cinzia, think, think. So how you doing? Okay, you ready to go to eat? My back in my mind say, you cannot miss this. You know, I always remember about that. I don't want to mention the type of player, but he was, he's one of the best three players. <laughs> then Ricardo always tell me, when he was playing really bad, this player, and Ricardo coaching, the father was stay to, like I did today to Tyson today and Clem. Good job, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But everybody, when I speak with the wife, say, I play so bad, how this is stupid retard backhand. <laughs> but when, and they say, sorry, but when I look in the face, say, you can do it, you can do it. So I try to use this to filter again and to motivate it and switch the conversation, even if I have inside the most terrible thing to say, but I say, okay, I cannot do 24 hours, otherwise she will stop playing two years. So I force myself, okay, stop. But when I go in the bed and I like this, tomorrow we gotta try something for the backhand. No, <laughs> like get the notebook back there. I have a thousand notebooks full of. And yeah. uh, what about like, I know recently, did you have a birthday party in a hotel room? Yeah. What, what happened there? In California, I don't know. I know a lot of things. Ah, I know yeah, a lot yeah. of things. We was in Indian Wells. Okay. Indian Wells, yeah, yeah. And uh, we was in between one match and another one. So the all national team, it was there. So she said, oh, mommy, I want to do party. But, you know, she had everybody a match in the day after in the morning. So I ran, arranged, say, okay, we'll be 70 person. I said 70 person. <laughs> <laughs> Including yeah. the referees probably. And, yeah. So they said, no, no, you gotta buy so many stuff. Yeah. But in the end, it was like 20. Everybody went to sleep really early, but she was super happy. I, I have to arrange this too. You are in the tour 
So you gotta arrange party. You gotta do everything. It's important. It, yeah. These are special moments. Whether special you're mo- you don't on tour miss or on court, but their parties are special. Yeah. yeah, she was really happy about to have all the friends. And we have sad moments when you are in the court too. You feel so bad. Like in Colombia, we gotta rush in the hospital uh, and give up to a retire. She, she retired just twice in the life. This is from match. This is one of so scary moment. And I was blessed, thank you God, I was there because the coach was with the other two players. You know, a national team coach, her coach mm. is the national team coach too. So, you know, think, think about you, but you gotta think about other two girls. So I'm, I'm really happy to stay there too. They need to you, yeah, yeah, it's important because yeah. you're only kids at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. And you've, obviously you've, so you, the two players and one's a boy and one's a girl, but emotionally I'm sure it's a different set of skills. Sometimes I spoke to a coach, we had a coach on the pod, our last episodes with Mark Gallard and he works with females only. And he, I asked him a question about a male and he goes, look, I'm not able to answer that because I work with females. And so how do you, what differences do you see emotionally between the boy and the girl? Yeah, uh, definitely it's 10 times easy when the girl are until 14, from let's say from when it start to 14 girl 10 times easy because they listen more they are more in discipline they are more ed- educated like they are like this they are kind they listen every everything and the boy i can tell you about my kid but i see all the kids they are all over the place with the mind you know they want that's just fun they do retard stuff like difficult to get in the discipline to practice so if you see the girl always more mature but for me, when they start 15, this is totally another ball game. Like girl, like you see in the match, up and down. They go crazy for no reason. Can you say, okay, he's already finished. You can shut dance. No, I see so many match of Tyra, 6-1, 5-2 up. Las Vegas, they, after she won the tournament, second round, she was first time then, first round she was super down and she managed to win, I, I don't know how. Second round she was, Six one down, five two down, zero forty. She won the match. Wow. So all this up and down like a roller coaster. <laughs> this is just girl. Yeah. Boy, for me, when they grow up more easy, cause less emotional. Yeah, try, the thing I speak a lot with Tyra. Say so you gotta look at the boy. Boy, they they play without no emotion compared to girl. Eyes. If you if you are a girl with the boy mentality, you are a winner. Because, you know, like, they are, they are not afraid to hit the winner in the long line. They, even if they miss, and okay, you miss it, but you, you do the right choice. It's like, mm-hmm. like you know, the, like the soccer player, they got to score the goal. Like, you're there, or you do it, you don't do it. But if you don't try, you will never know. So the girl, like, but the boy, they, they, when they grow up, for me, easier. Than the so girl. The, the girls start easy, yeah. and it gets harder. The boys start hard, yeah. and it gets easier. Easy. Yeah, and, and this is what I saw, but all the coach that I spoke with in the, all over the world, everybody told me the same, everybody. The boy, the, the coach that worked with the boys, I never, I don't want to work with the girl, cause uh, a lot coach, cause it's too, too much go ahead with the head, with the head. It's a different too much going of, on. It's a different set of skills, and that's why you see some coaches go down one route, or male only, or female only. I, yeah. I, I haven't, not, I haven't thought about it, but I don't know many who transition between the two. It's difficult, it's difficult. That's why I say, Tom, you are amazing at to the Tyra, because uh, you gotta stay there and talk like a girl, 
because you've got to have a problem of God, even physically. So yeah. you got to know when you have the time physically, then you cannot push because uh, leaking leak and iron and everything. And you got to be like a friend. A lot of coaches and coaches, man, I don't want to go to this. Come on, I'll go out to, to run. Go, I, don't, I don't lose time with they this. They don't understand. They don't, maybe, yeah, they're not used to the understand. Yeah. Maybe need male not coaches patient. with daughters who understand the picture. Exactly. I'm not sure if there's exactly. any exactly. scientific information to back that up. But. No, but it will help because if you have a daughter in the house, you understand this, you, this is really great. If you have a daughter, uh, you understand the problem better in the court. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, yeah, I have one more question for you, Jeans. It's something we ask all our guests. Uh, yeah. How do you, what advice have for players that we may tell your own kids that they can get, you know, 1% better every day? That's how you get to your final goal. How do you, that constant improvement, what's your advice for that? Well, first of all, the key, like I told you, you do, you have to have a, you got to have a fun in the court. Because this is the key. Otherwise, it's like a go in the factoring to work. How can I ask you to have a fun? Mm. No. Uh, so that means that the coach got to create a situation. Then uh, the, 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 this kid, um, they got to have a fun in the court. They got to find the situation to make him work hard, but not make anything to the player, then he work hard. This is can happen when they are older. Yeah. So this is the key. Because if he lose this, he will go in the court just because you drive the car, not because he have fun. And second, um, for example, my son, everybody is different. My son is addicted to tennis in TV. So he watched 24, he wake up, he go to the bed with tennis. So that's why he learned the trick. And so he said, oh, look, Rune, you think I will play with Rune? So he motivated his side because he want to play against, wow. you know, the, okay, he say, if I play with Rune, I will hit him in the backhand, for example. <laughs> if I play with this, look at the for he know, he can do a video analysis because he know, Everything said, look, Rune, then here is the only one he told me, he told to me to the coach who was with the amount of, he have the elbow down, everybody open like this, and he know, he video analyze everybody. This is help a lot to him, and help a lot in the court, but help a lot then he want to be in the same position than this, those players are. So he motivated himself, then he want to reach this goal. Nice. You know, watch tennis for sure, if you have passion, help a lot. Because, uh, you know, like you, you see every day your idol, and say, look, I'm here with these kids, I won't be there. So what I can do? We, we've had a, a lot of coaches recently say that on the podcast, kids don't watch enough tennis. Right? I, I have the, the, worst, the, the opposite problem, because in my TV, nothing, I, I don't know, I don't see movie, everybody, my friend called me, did you see this now? Is manipulate the TV, nothing no more. Yeah. This is important. Actually, one more question. You talk about friends and the commitment you've made or are making today, you've probably lost friends. No, yes, everybody. And how has that been emotionally for you to, you know, I'm sure you have long-term friends and now you've traveled around the world and you just don't, you just kids, 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 everything is around the kids and maybe for the next 10 years, right. that's all it's going to be. So how do you deal with that? Right. Um, first of all, I got to tell you honest, 90% of the people think I'm crazy. <laughs> and I probably they think to all the parents in the tour they are crazy because you got to sacrifice everything like I told you but I have two three person like the coach is here then he's a good friend of mine he was the first coach of Tyra then he know the situation because he's coach so he said I don't mind if you don't call me I know then uh, what is going on the good part then you met a lot of people then it will never be your 
friend because yeah. you know in this business everybody like is everybody against is each other yeah. exactly yeah. even parents everybody's uh, um but uh, you gotta have a strain base. Like the, the, the professional, you gotta have family is important. Then supports you. Like I, my mother called me, my father called me, and uh, that's all I need, you know. And unfortunately, the kids they gotta grow up in this way. Because if you play tennis, stay one week here, another week over there. The, the friends will be the the people in the tour. They will never be your friends. Because it will be friends, but opponent in the same way. So is uh, same interest, same same direction, but somebody gotta kill somebody, uh, you know. So it, it will be crazy. But they they live. It's true. They live different life. They don't live their normal life like the kids in the school. Okay, let's go to in the in the park. No, and it will never happen. Do you think a kid with a half normal life living at home, let's say a kid in Dublin, let's say has a good coach, lives at home, you know, trains hard, travels a little bit, but not a lot, hasn't moved base. Do you think they can make it? Yeah. You know, I think they can make it. You know why? They can make it if, depend how much they really want that. You know, I don't think there is a secret or a key. So let's do the like Yannick or like Tiafo did, you know, everything. For example, Yannick, he came in Piatti, left the house, at 12 or 13, I don't remember, 12 and a half, 13. Everybody says, oh, he's crazy, like he's too young. He make it. Uh, somebody stay 24 hours with the kids and you don't go nowhere. So um, somebody go in the big academy with uh, unbelievable physical trainer, famous coach, and don't go nowhere. And somebody go with the last coach, then Domarino, and they become super well. For me, it's not kids. For me, like I told you, it's a combination. Um, in the way you, what you teach to your kids and in the way you teach to achieve what they want. But they gotta want it first, otherwise. And okay, this uh, promise my last question this time. But, no problem. Uh, how, you know, I think outside influences are, can be an issue where kids are influenced by their friends for maybe material objects they have or holidays they go on or, you know, alcohol or who knows what. How do you ensure your kids have control of their own mind that they're not, you know, they don't? You know, I speak a lot about, uh, I show a lot uh, about what happened with right or wrong choice. You know, like, uh, for example, in America, is uh, they show on TV a lot the rapper uh, or some athlete, they're handing in bad way. So... They already, I already give all the advice. They already know what happened if they make the wrong step. Like, and of course I help them every day to work in the right situation, but this world is full of different temptation or whatever, easy thing. And uh, for me, the good situation is where the mother understand, speak every day with the son, try to understand in, the, in which way he changed every time, in the way he told to you, the new statement and they say and then it start to change and go in another direction and always present what is in front of you okay you 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 like this for example is a stupid thing like listen rapper there is health rapper and bad rapper you know health rapper like they're talking about politics talking about rights of black people for example i mentioned this because my kids have two race black and white so i always encourage to support both 
and um, be supportive. And, uh, but some rapper, they use this state of, for example, be black, but they use it in turn in, in the dirty way. So say terrible thing, talk in a um, trash way. So I said, look, in the long journey, in the long term, how you see this guy? What do you see happen? Drink, drugs, and full of, okay, like how he handled himself. You see like what he put as a basement of the building. You think this is solid? Say no. Say, you, you see, he told me last time, say, yeah, I see this kid, like 15, he was shot in the street, because in America, you know, shot in the street, and he was a famous rapper. Say, yeah, because he's like, if you don't create nothing, and you, and your base is not solid, that's what you expect. So that's why, for me, I always say Sparta is amazing war, because they try to keep you away from bad temptation as, as more as possible. So if this is, this is one of my goals, if I can take my kids out of brutal reality, this is my first goal. Second goal, to make it more mature, like with tennis, to take a decision, to handle itself with discipline, this is the second goal. The rest of the thing is benefit more. You know, but for sure sport is something that every parent's gotta consider to don't let him stay all the time in the phone. Cause uh, the phone is like, you know, everybody have the phone, the tablet, yeah, but what is showing the phone? Cause I see my kids, you know, everything pass. It's difficult, I gotta only go, what do you do? Change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you no. know, it's like, you gotta be like a dog in the neck when they see video clip and uh, even the song, then my, uh, not a lot of people in Italy, for example, understand English. And the kids sing this crazy war, then it's just bad war, kill you, kill her. Like, I said, oh my gosh. And, and this is staying in the, the back of the mind and the kids. That's why now if you speak about murder, nobody says, okay. I remember when I was kids murder, I was in shock. Cause like, you know, in the video, in the in video game and the music. So- it's Normalized. That's yeah. why back in the conversation in the question you asked me how important is the parent in the kid not just for the bec become athlete but for become a, a good human yeah, being yeah well, that's what it's all about it that's because our age maybe you younger more much more younger than me for sure not that one <laughs> no but we have i didn't use a tablet and internet so i have no chance to understand about brutal was the war stay in the house, homework, in my world. So the parents went to, to work and it was okay because I was in the house, the cartoon. Now it's not okay because the kids is, is, is in this room, but with the tablet or the phone, is in the Brooklyn, in the park, is in the sex uh, house, in the, all of, they can be in everywhere, you know? So you are, feel safe to leave your son aside in the house, but you don't know what happened. It's tough, it's tough. Okay. tough. Yeah, change it. Thank you very much. No, no problem. Very interesting. And good chat. luck on all the parents because is is the tough job. Is not coach. Is not psychology. Is the parents. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Means. Wish you all the luck. I look forward to checking in in five years and seeing how the story has evolved. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Good.
that's the end of the show today thanks so much Chins here for coming on the show Tyson and Tara have a huge amount of potential and with you in their corner I'm sure they're going to go and achieve some amazing things in tennis thank you all for listening just a few quick notes before we go make sure to follow the show so you get automatically notified about new episodes wherever you listen to podcasts if you would like to learn more about me or the work we do at Functional Tennis visit our website at functionaltennis.com you can also follow the show on Instagram at the Functional Tennis Podcast and with me on Twitter, Fab Mall. This podcast is produced by One Fine Play. James Bishop is the executive producer. Connor Foley is the series producer. I've been your host, Fabio Molly. Thanks for listening to the Functional Tennis Podcast.